I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to another episode of Other People's Podcast, a podcast that highlights your favorite podcasters and the dope shows they created. I'm your host, Corey Cambridge. Today's special guest is It's The Real, host of one of my favorite podcasts, A Waste of Time. Comprised of sketch comedians Eric and Jeff Rosenthal, these two brothers interview cultural influencers, power players, and some of the biggest names in hip-hop in their Upper West Side apartment. We cover a lot of ground in this interview about their life in the Upper West Side, They share stories about their early days of podcasting, and of course, we talk about their hit show, A Waste of Time. Without further ado, on to our interview with It's The Real. It's The Real. It's The Real. Wait, do we actually start? No. Am I ruining this? I mean, we're we're rolling. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) No, but like, start the way that you want to start it. Don't like, let's just, yeah. Oh. (laughs) All right, so what's going on? Welcome to another episode of OPP. I'm hanging out with two of my favorite podcasters in the game. They are the hosts of, of Waste of Waste of Time. Yeah. We're hanging out with Jeff, and I call you Jeff Shades. Okay. So you, <laughs> That's how you remember. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Eric Curls. Yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Guys, welcome to the us. show. Thanks yeah. for having us. Dude, it's such a pleasure, man. When I first got into this podcasting game, shout out to my boy, Mariah Berenstein. Yeah. yeah. I, I hadn't even listened to a podcast. I was actually wondering, like, is a podcast a, um, like, a, a internet radio show? Like, mm-hmm. what is this? And he was like, yo, look. <laughs> listen to A Waste of Time. These guys, it's the real. They're awesome. And you know what? You're the first show that I ever listened to, the first show that I ever subscribed to. And wow. the last. That's it. <laughs> and the last. Yeah. One and done. And to be here with you guys today is absolutely amazing. Thank you for yeah. having us. Yeah. Dog, it's such a pleasure. set up and congratulations. Yeah, dog. You know, it, we we doing things around I here. See it. Yeah. I see it. Well, it was Podversation about uh, 24 hours ago. Yeah, I saw, <laughs> I saw in the calendar invite it was Podversation, but I thought that was just like... You know, just in general, we're having a podversation. You know what? Yeah, I, yeah. I hate coming up with names for things. Mm-hmm. I feel like names stop you from actually creating. Mm-hmm. Like, it's better just to keep rolling and rolling and rolling and everything will fine tune. Is that why you just keep coming up with new names? <laughs> you know what? I, 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 I hope I stop with this one. I hope so. Yeah. But I mean, if, if an idea hits me before launch time, hey, yeah. yo, just yeah. change it up real yeah, quick. Yeah, why not? Like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta mess it up. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for having us. You guys have been flirting with LA on your Instagram, which yeah. has been inspiring yeah. me. Well, I'll say this. For the longest time, we have visited Los Angeles, and we have never made the move and never saw a reason to move. But that's it. That's Get, it. You guys want to... I'm calling it right now on OPP. Hey, look. We, we can... <laughs> y'all want to have roommates? We can be roommates. <laughs> have a, poca- a podcast house. Well, okay. A podcast house. <laughs> How would you fare if, like, 1130 on a Saturday morning, some rapper is in your house doing an interview? By the way... Totally cool. Yeah. Are you sure? Dude, I've lived in some crazy places in New York Here's where like, why, rappers would come in and out. So we have a podcast called A Waste of Time with It's The Real, as you Hey, said. let's go. And what it is is we have rappers and other personalities come over to our Upper West Side apartment, yes. right? And we've had 
you know, this type of thing where we operate out of our apartment for our whole career. We're 10 years into our career. So our doormen are used to it. Our neighbors are used to it. Our brother has been living with us for seven years or so. Oh, you have a brother that lives with you? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. how does he, brother? Yeah. How does he like this? Fine. That, he loves it. He loves okay. rap. He loves like what we do. And so okay. it's not a problem with him. Now, here's the thing. Our brother uh, is moving out. He bought a place in New York and he does not have to deal with this anymore. We don't see anybody else moving in because uh, they have to deal with us. And then they have to deal with the work that goes around it. So it is a tough sort of bar to set right. by our really kind and uh, generous brother. Yeah. Are people coming in and out all the time? No. Not all the time. But I mean, like, you know, at least once a week. Okay. Um, and then, you know, sometimes more than that. For the 12 days of podcasts, which yeah. is the 12 days before regular. Christmas, that's like every day. And these are these are hour and a half conversations, sometimes two hours. And we have people who come over. It's like, I can't make it until 11 o'clock at night. And that, or like, you know, on a, on a Sunday when you're just like relaxing and watching basketball on TV, it's like, Hey Dan, can we just sort of like, <laughs> yeah. Can just you just shit like all over your game? Can, we, can you, you just know? like and, uh, go into your room yeah, and not be out here? So, um, yeah, but it, but it works out. But point being, um, it's hard to sort of like match that, uh, generosity and kindness from, from one person, uh, with what we do. And you know, cuz there's a lot of creativity. But then again, I uh I pay for the Netflix and yeah. I pay for the Hulu, so you know, oh, that that matches. That, that hey, there we go. Yeah, yeah. There we go. You running things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so wait, so wait, you guys are from Westchester. We are. We are. Uh, but you guys moved to the Upper West Side. What what caused you guys to move to the Upper West Side? How did that happen? Well, uh we lo- Okay. We, we're <laughs> no, no, like, you know, you know, when you're young and stupid, <laughs> you think like anything is going to work. And Jeff and I didn't know anything. We were just like, we need to move out of our parents' place after college. We need to move into New York City. Fine. That's smart. But figuring out where to go in New York when yeah. you have no idea, when you get on an express train and you're like, oh, this is different. Like it's not stopping at any of the local things. Like that level of like simplicity, right? Like yeah. we are two simpletons. We looked in like we were looking in some very like not cool areas right off of times square yeah oh, it was like a duplex right we're yeah like, now why we would ever have a duplex like like that or live on 42nd area. street no, no, no it was it was, it was in, it was the, in 40s, the 40s i think 30s somewhere somewhere around i don't know we were looking in like way east uh in midtown like we were lo- looking near at like united a co-op nations. yeah near yeah. Nine nations we were looking at like um a place in chinatown that had no stove um or like a, there was no refrigerator or something like it was just like so barren that there was no kitchen um there were also places like we just looked at the worst of it and then we ended up uh teaming up with a girl i went to high school with that was the smart stuff like like when we looked on our own we had no idea what we were looking for she happened to be the daughter of a realtor okay and so that was a little more helpful and she was like i want to live on the upper west side it's neighborhoody it's quiet when you came to visit you know when we got coffee right right, right. you saw that it was like this is this is chill it's like, very chill yeah, yeah. and it's for, very bedside chill it was it was very chill and for us what we ended up getting into in terms of like our business stuff that's Stuff that goes on all night. You go to like listening parties. You go to other parties. You show your face at a club. You go to a music video shoot. Whatever activity goes on at night is probably downtown or in Brooklyn or elsewhere. And then it's nice to come back to, you know, a very nothing neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. For sure. So really like when we settled in and, you know, it. it, the nice part of it was the neighborhood's already great. 
And then it got greater in terms of like, oh, a supermarket moved in instead of like another drugstore. And that's but also hours, yeah, 24 hours. You know, and we live at a place where it's like an express stop and the Crosstown bus stops there. And we had, you know, friends who were around. Uh, Peter Rosenberg lived across the street or like, you know. Well, I mean, he moved to us. That is true. And then he moved true. away. But, nothing, but <laughs> yeah. nothing, nothing was that far away, you know, like even like. You know, the laundry was just around the corner and the bank was around the corner and it, it, it just worked. And yeah. so we've been there for, for the last decade and we love the Upper West Side. Yeah, I mean, you guys yeah. have branded the Upper West Side. Yeah, yeah that's pretty cool too. That's yeah. really cool. We really like put our flag down. When you talk about like, you know, branding and coming up with the name, there are certain things that I'm very proud of. And, and I think like representing the Upper West Side, like it's not the greatest thing in our career, but it is pretty cool to be like, no, no, that's our part of town. Right, right. Totally. We're known for that. I mean, but it, originally like we we called it South Harlem because Cameron uh, called our apartment South Harlem. Right. Um, and so like. <laughs> Technically it is yeah, South of we, Harlem. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. I mean, it's South of Harlem. So it's yeah. like, you know, we're, we're near the Whole Foods. Okay. And so that's what we would say. We would say, oh, like, we're South Harlem. Where's South Harlem? It's by the Whole Foods. For everyone who's counting, that's two Whole Foods mentions, and you can tell that Jeff is looking for a sponsorship. Yeah, I was about I'm to say, you're really fucking Whole Foods really yeah. hard. When we hit three. Wait, yeah, yeah. I have to tell you guys about the Southside Chicken Special at Please. Whole Foods. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you know, you go into Whole Foods and you have, like, the rotisserie chicken. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right? You go into the 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 little buffet yeah. area, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. The little buffet yeah. at the Whole big buffet Foods. Area. It is an endless buffet. Yes. Well, Sorry. maybe on the Upper West Side, it's an <laughs> you know, endless okay. buffet. <laughs> but the one in Chelsea is kind of shitty. Yeah. yeah. But you go in and you put all the veggies in the rotisserie chicken joint. It's like yeah. six bucks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yo, all, that, you, you pack it in. Is that the cheat code right there? Too. Southside Chicken Special. Yeah. <laughs> and you get to the register, they give you funny looks mm -hmm. if you don't say anything. Really? Mm. Six bucks for like a $15 meal. Do they know meal. you by now? Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, the chicken guy. Yo, I'm cool with everybody, dog. <laughs> Everybody, Southside Chicken Special, dog. I don't even hide it anymore. Well, you know what's up? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, so um, when it comes out to doing the a waste of time, which I'm a mega mega fan of. Thanks, man. I always wonder who does what as far as the operations of the show. Who's like more of the emailer or the editor? Um, I would say I'm more of the emailer. Eric's more of the editor. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, I reach out to more people. Sometimes it's phone calls. But I mean, yeah. but yeah, but like we're we're both part of that process. Right. You know, like it can't just be me suggesting people and then Eric saying. You know, nothing. It's, right. Eric is right. definitely a part of that process. I think, too, we've gotten much better at our jobs. I, you know, I, I really, and I know Jeff does too, we really appreciate people who are listening early. Yeah. Like when we did not have any idea of like what we were doing. When the sound levels. was like crazy and yeah, when we know, were cooking for people. It was just a, a, a big sort of mess. And we've gotten better as anyone does, you know, in their time. You do something for a long period of time. Over and over, you put in those reps, you get better at something. Yeah. And, and thankfully, yeah. you know. What were some of the, the mistakes that you made early on? One thing I want to yeah. uh, highlight on this podcast is not just the the fun element of podcasting. Yep. There's mm -hmm. a lot of work. Totally. Yeah. There's a lot of mistakes that are made. A lot of danger. A lot of danger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, actually, no, I don't I don't think we ever burned anything, right? We never. No. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are some well, of the early no, mistakes here's, here's the story. We, we sold the podcast to a network initially. Um, as a chance to have all these rappers and other personalities come to our Upper West Side apartment for a dinner party style conversation. That's how we branded that. And we thought it's an easy way to sell this network, these fools, on bringing us in and having this idea. We're like, yeah, have people come to our apartment for us. Like the easiest possible thing. Yeah, we were just like dinner party style conversation. And so then they put out a press release, Okay, the network. And it just said, all these people come over to the Upper West Side apartment for a dinner party. And we Which were like, different. 
fuck, we have to cook for all these people. And so the thing is that the reaction online was so crazy and people were just like, oh my God, that's a great idea that we had to go along with it. <laughs> we're like, we're like Shit. what? Yeah. yeah. So but what happens is you think it's a good idea and you say, all right, well, we can make this dish and this dish. And we're pretty good in the kitchen, right? Yeah. So we're making you know, salmon and we're making sea bass. We're oh. making pasta. Oh, shit. We're making- Yeah. Uh, it wasn't- I mean, what did you expect? Like, it, yeah. oh, <laughs> we're- Burgers and we're- We can't be the Upper West Side we, and not have the Chilean sea bass. Own, yeah. We made our own um, uh, South Side Chicken Special for hey. Bun B. We roasted a whole chicken. We had all these amazing vegetables in there. Um, and everyone enjoyed it. I do like that you think that it was going to be like just like- Sandwiches like yeah. cut diagonally, well, no crust or something. You're just you like, know, well, there's, I mean, there's that's cheese a bedside. on it. <laughs> yeah. dinner times, party. Oh my god, there were times when like you book someone and they run late and that doesn't work with the food. And yeah, then, well, then you feel like the battered housewife. You're just like, you came here and you know how much work I put into yeah. making this meal one for time, you. We made salmon for our friend Teray, who uh, is on Sirius Satellite Radio and he raps yep. and he's a great dude, a good friend of ours who we knew had changed his diet to what we thought was just a pescatarian diet. And that was true for a time, but by the time he showed up to our apartment, he had been a couple weeks on a different diet. Which was just beans. Oh, shit. Like, I don't know what it's called. But it, but was, it was just, just beans. beans. And so, so- High fiber and high protein. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, crazy though. Like, insane. But he also brought the beans with him, and he looked down, and he was like, oh. <laughs> oh, you made you made this. And we were like- you know, whatever. It's leftovers for us, you know, like tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. You know, like put it in the fridge, make a salad out of it. But like, thanks. But at a certain point, it's just like, and like the Migos thing was so crazy. Like, And also, who wants to hear someone chewing on a microphone? Yeah, right? that's just a good point too. Not good I, for I was thinking well, about also, that. Also, like it's a totally, at that point, audio podcast. So it's not like you're watching people eat. Like you there's have to be descriptive. It's a, it's a oh, cognitive wow. display. So you're just you know, hearing them eat the South And another thing is too, we're talking yeah, all the Maybe problems. it was like ASMR. Like that was that sort of thing where you're just experiencing oh, yeah. the idea of people eating food. But also it's, so we live in a, in a you know, it's, it is, we have a three bed, two bath apartment, but it's not Doorman. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Elevator. It's nice living, but it's, it's not enormous. But the thing is we record out of our kitchen and when you have the stove, like literally right behind Jeff and you've just, you know, cooked, you, you know, you roasted a chicken for an hour. At 425, right. Yeah. Just, it's very hot in there and that doesn't, it's not conducive for a nice experience it's for conversation. Bun B coming in <laughs> to like sit there and he's sweating, right? Yeah. So like not great. And that was, that was a, I don't want to say it was a mistake because it probably like was exciting for people yeah. for a time. And it was, it seemed like a different idea. But it's not something that like obviously carried on. Right, right. Um, so I mean like it's not a mistake, but it is just like a weird phase. There was another thing that we did. I don't know if you remember. I mean, I'm sure you do remember this. We had we had a uh, contest because we wanted to like spike this interest oh, right. in the podcast and get everyone involved. And we're like, we will come cook at your place. We'll do the podcast from your place. Yeah, and we mm. will bring a rapper through. Right. But <laughs> the thing is that like it's hard enough to get people to our apartment and then being like, oh no, you want to know what? We'll just go to Queens with like Mano. It's like, yeah, no, it's never, it's <laughs> no, never gonna happen. Yeah, so I, I do feel bad for that kid, but in, in any yeah, event, shout out to Jason at, who at, won at that. At what point did you guys make the the pivot to to ditch that idea? Some to ditch that idea. Yeah. That was a very easy process. Oh, you said ditch. I thought you said dish. <laughs> oh no, no, yeah. ditch. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Um, no, ditching that idea was easy because it was just a logistics nightmare. It was just like you know. 
at, at a certain point, we were just like, it's ne- never going to happen. You but know, like, but the real key that we I did, think that the the cooking thing was more of a conversation. Like, I was less into it than Eric was. Eric thought that was like a, an important part of our podcast. The cooking, yeah. I don't remember at this point, but maybe. but yeah, but like, it's at a certain point, it was just like, you want to know, what? like, this is dumb. Like, but, we're 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 cooking for all these people. Nobody eats any of the food. Yeah, I guess you're right. I think you're you're right in that memory. I but. It's better off that we stopped. Right. Clearly, like yeah. everyone should know, it's it's way better now for all <laughs> yeah. of us, right? Um, don't cook and don't eat in podcasts. At the same no, time. no, no. I mean, unless you're videoing it and and you mic it differently, like it was just like. Right. But but for us, you know what the the biggest change was because it used to be sort of this like free form conversation where it could go left, right, you know, forward, backward, whatever. Right. I think the important thing for us that we did, we made this this deliberate switch to make it more of a, a a narrative arc and tell a person's life, right? Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, was your idea. And and it was great because um, I think to both of our credit, we can, we can hold a conversation, right? Yeah. We can have fun. No. We can have jokes. We can do all this stuff. But what's neat is that it's not based around a certain event necessarily, right? So it's evergreen, yep. which means yep. that now, say someone watches your podcast and they're like, all right, I'll give these guys a shot. They have 176 episodes and they can basically, for the very most part, jump in at any point and be like, all right, let me listen to this. And it doesn't sound old. Exactly. Which was really, you know, something that we considered. And I'm glad that we've found this thing that can last forever. Yeah. And there are a couple that like, obviously need updates. Like Joe Budden in 2015 is not the same as Joe Budden in 2018. Cardi B is not the same at the beginning of her career than she is now. Right. Right. Deezus separately and Mero separately. Like those are their life stories, but like, you know, but, but for the most part, like someone like Mike Posner or Mino or, um, Che Pope, who's a behind the scenes guy. Che Pope's a great guy. Yeah. And, you get that you get yeah. that story and it still lasts. You know? Yeah, yeah. Just like you know, any of the behind the scenes people, like it's just like you you get where these people came from and you get a lot of the projects that they worked on and what it took to even get to a point where they were making projects. Like all of that is it doesn't change your your life story. Only the ending changes. Only the ending needs updates. You're not going to be like, oh, you want to know what my childhood actually was? Nothing like my childhood was. Right. Oh, where did the idea of, of podcasting come from? For me, it was uh, Guy Raz mm-hmm. and how I built this. So humo- yeah, humongous, great podcast. Great podcast. Yeah. Had a humongous influence on the style of my my first show, Silent Giants, and yep. also my my style as an interviewer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about for you guys? Like, what was the first podcast you kind of got into? How were you introduced to this world? And who was the influence on you as a journalist? Okay. Um, I'm going to answer first because mine is easier. I don't listen to like many podcasts or even any podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, back in 2011, Eric and I did a podcast with um, our then friend uh, out in LA and here in New York. Like it was, he lived in LA, we lived in New York and it was just this back and forth thing. And we would knock out like eight episodes in a weekend mm-hmm. whenever we were in each other's city. Which, okay. by the way, did not work very well when one weekend I got very sick from food poisoning. And so I was in my room or the bathroom like for about seven of those episodes. Yeah. And then... He, our our friend, he would um he would uh, every, week, he, or every, every episode. episode he would open it up by by saying that I was in the hospital, and so it was funny, and so which, which is is it is this, funny, but it but, also isn't funny because right. all these people start hitting me up on Facebook, being like, "Are you okay?" And it's like, yes, that was a weekend a long time ago, one weekend. It, it's like yeah. what was that uh that um 
back in the fifties, there was a radio show yeah. where they talked about the end of the world. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it sounded like a War real of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, right. yes. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they pulled that for the internet. Yeah, but well, I mean, sort of. I was sick. I wasn't in the. Ho- I did go to the hospital, I guess, for like six hours or something. But anyway, I'm fine now. <laughs> good, good now. For everyone um, who's asking. But I, 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 you know, we were the second podcast out really in the hip hop space. It was uh, Juan, Juan Epstein, Epstein and then us and then Combat Jack came on ours. Yeah. Rest Combat. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He started out. Um, so he, he did guest on ours during that first run and he then did PNC Radio, which was an online radio station. Right. And then he... But all that to into a yeah. But all that to podcast. say that like there wasn't really any podcast to like look up to at that point. It was just like oh well, there's a medium and it's people were talking about podcasting, mm-hmm. but not really in this space. So we were friends uh, with a bunch of people in LA who did put us on to Mark Marin very early, right? Right. Okay. And they were like, "Yo, this guy's just doing it." And you know, we're talking like maybe he had done three dozen uh, okay. of his podcasts, right? Somewhere in there, 30s, 40s. And uh, and so we started listening to them. Certainly, um, I kept listening to them and still do to this day. And I think there's a huge influence from Mark there with what we do, right? You listen right. and it's like, well, that's good. I like that. And and that is something that we can translate to our world. Like we are hip-hop sketch comedians. We live in the music business, right? And we felt – so we've been doing this for almost three years for the podcast itself. And I think there were times certainly – when we stopped cooking, that was a big moment. When we did narrative uh, devices, mm-hmm. that was a big moment. But I think another big moment for us was putting more of a focus on behind-the-scenes people, mm-hmm. um, people who don't get that shine normally. Right. Mm-hmm. Because for us, that freed up our booking. We weren't fighting for the same currency interview or yes. Matt Miller interview because Rap Radar gets them. Uh, Combat was getting – yeah. You know, whoever else. And then that left us being like, well, who's going to listen to our interview with someone? And it was like, it was stupid jockeying for like, you know, days of the week and, and all this just nonsense. And we were like, well, okay, Adam 22, no jumper podcast out in LA gets the young kids. Rap Radar is going to get like whoever's hot at that minute. Combat Jack's going to get like the legacy people. Well, where do we stand? Mm-hmm. And and it was clear to us. We were like, well, we have a lot of friends yeah. who have great stories and why don't we have them on it? And Sycamore mm-hmm. was really the first one to really like change our lane for us. And people still talk about that podcast today. Yeah. Wow. And so uh, let's see here. Where happened to you guys started off your career go, joining a network? The podcast. The podcast. The podcast yeah. Mm-hmm. So h- how did that opportunity come about? That's a very unique way to, to launch your podcast. How did that opportunity come about for you? Um, well, what happened was that. So we had done the first podcast. The first podcast was done in 2011. And with that, it was like uploading. So this is before SoundCloud. This is before like, you know, doing any of that stuff was easy. Mm-hmm. It was just a process. Like it it just sounds like, you know, talking about like the 1920s or whatever. Like I just feel like a grandfather being like, oh, <laughs> you know, like you had to, you know, convert your shit into like an MP3 and then like, you know, manually put it into like, you know, uh, archive. archive.org and then run that through Tumblr and then through Tumblr, then you could put it as an RSS and also, onto iTunes. Like, it's such a foreign idea to be like, hey, you want to know what? The internet used to be difficult. And also, so 
This right here, you're going into one tiny like thing that's basically the size of of like a, a, a mouse few, trap. Yeah, a mouse yeah. trap. Right. <laughs> um, and then later, you can just take that and put it onto your tiny computer. Okay, us at the time at the time eleven. Yeah, we had to have an engineer who would bring his entire um, his entire like uh, like H. What's that? Oh no! I mean, he had he, he had, brought his like CPU, like it was the whole yeah. He had his Pro Tools set up, and he had the wow. The, like he would drive down, and we would have to help him get like equipment up to our all the apartment. microphones and yeah. stands, and it was a real serious operation. It was like a mobile. It wasn't mobile. It was taking a studio and repurposing it in our kitchen. Right. Right. Now, like, look at us. Right. This is mobile. We can go wherever, and as long as you can plug into a wall, you're good. Right? Yeah. yeah. And sometimes you don't even need to plug into a wall, but I mean, you needed the wall for the ring light. This is true. Hey, yeah, there we go. But so in joining a network in 2015, because we were like, all right, we'll do a podcast. Um, but we're if we're gonna do it, then we want somebody to to take care of like uploading it. We want somebody to take care of all the stuff that we don't want to do. Yeah. Um, it turned out that that that's not like technology is like, you know so far advanced it's not so crazy anymore yeah like it was just like oh like fine like all you have to do is just like send us a file and then we'll put it into soundcloud like but, whatever but, but what they did was they they were pretty good at selling ads um they were they would say like hey you need to grow your audience to a certain point okay before you can start really selling like major ads Which against makes the stuff sense. And, because you're starting from scratch you start from zero right yeah like we had we had built up, um, we built up a seven name. years of of our brand. Yeah, right? people know us from the sketches. They know us from the music. They know us from live performances. They know us from being around. They know us from Twitter and Instagram. And they know us. We're known to a certain audience, right? Let's say you have like a, a, a certain amount of devotees, and you hope that some of those people, yeah, are going to give a chance to listen to an hour, hour and a half conversation, and maybe they would, maybe they wouldn't, but. The network did take a chance on us. Okay. Like now we think it's much more the way of the world where you build up your audience and then go to, uh, to a network. Right. Totally what right. the network provided us was a chance to, to, to cross promote on certain channels and to sell ads should we get the opportunity and also. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary upload our stuff and provide us with microphones and a, and a mixer. Right. right. So, so that was all good. The thing is at a certain point, you don't really need that network, especially when they're like screwing up and they were like, there was one time when they uploaded accidentally, instead of our episode, they put up a uh, women's uh, gynecological uh, episode. Whoa. To, That's very so, real. And so oh, like, so yeah. real. but so all these people who listen to our podcast regularly, 
they thought that it was just one of our like it was like a joke or something like they were just like oh like this is like a funny prank that yeah, these guys like, are doing 15 minutes in they were like when are eric and jeff gonna show up which and is like, great which but is like, a great joke and smarter than anything we've ever like, yeah of. that's hilarious yeah but like all these people were hitting us up being like oh i really learned some stuff you know whatever and but they were like, west coast based which yeah like you know they're three hours behind and we're up at seven o'clock and we're just like what is this why are people hitting us up being like where's the episode and we're like Oh my God, like this is our livelihood and these people are asleep for another three hours. So and then, eventually yeah. then we left that network and went to- We went to Loudspeakers. Loudspeakers, which is, you know, Combat Jack, Brilliant Idiots, The Read. And that was uh, because we went to, uh, Techstone had a live Tax taping. Stone. Okay. And so we were all backstage and like Casanova was there. He was wearing his um, ankle bracelet and like, um, and Charlemagne- started like grilling us and giving like this like death uh welcome to death row sort of speech yeah about or come to death row rather <laughs> where he was just like you know like i've never even heard of that network that you guys are on and we're just like <laughs> you know that's fair yeah that's fair and, and so we started all taking in the meetings. video yeah. yeah yeah but what we wanted was what, what we wanted from any network at that point was to help maneuver us to a, a bigger level you yeah. always want to level up you always want to grow your audience yeah. and we felt that there was more help that we could have on on that end. So, and, and, well, what did you? So, no, no. I was going to just say that, like, but that being said, like, a network is just a network. A network uh, either does like a lot of great work for you, or maybe they are waiting for you know. It's it's just a name. Like anybody can do all the stuff themselves. Right. It's just that he does it on his own. Yeah, like, it's just that for popping for us for a time. Like it was just like you want to know what like. I want somebody else to take care of this for me. Right. I okay. mean, like, you know, there is something to be said about like, oh, like I, people understand that what the name uh, Loudspeakers is, mm-hmm. but Loudspeakers doesn't make you a pop. bigger podcast. Yeah. Like it doesn't pop off like, like that. Like, it's not like, oh, like you want to know what? I'm going to listen to every single podcast under the podcast family. Like right. it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. Right. You know, it's, it's what it does is that they'll sell ads and they will upload your stuff and they will put you in places optimally they will put you in places where you can thrive but like, okay. but, like, but that being said again you can do all this stuff on your own right so in 2018 if you're a musician and you're like i'm going to sign you know i'm going to i'm going to sign to a major because they're going to make me into a superstar that's not always the case right, right? it's it's and you think about this now, like 10 years into our career, we have a better understanding of that, which yeah. is nice. Um, I don't know that we always knew that. I mean, I think on some level we did, but but it was like, okay, you know, you put in the hard work, you set yourself up and you build that audience. And, you know, to our credit, we did enough to get onto that first network, right? Mm-hmm. And we did enough on that first network to get to the second network. But if you're starting a podcast today, make yourself hot enough and do your own lane where people can't deny you, right? right? Like build that audience so that any sponsor would want to be on your podcast. Like yeah. that should be the goal. And then the hope is you join a network and they'll be like, hey, we have an easier way of selling ads and maybe we can get more money for those ads. Right. Gotcha. But like, yeah, I, my my advice, because people always ask me like, you know, how do I get on a network? And it's like, you're thinking, you're fighting the wrong fight. Like mm-hmm. you don't want to be, you don't want to, you don't want to claw your way onto a network. Like you want them to be like, hey, you have to be on our thing and this is all the stuff we can do for you. Yeah. And in addition, you know, you're talking about doing it yourself. There are so many places out there who want the opportunity to put their name out there, right? And they want to 
advertise in smart ways and they want to go for a certain audience. Now, let's say your audience appeals to a certain demographic, a certain age group, a certain uh, sex, a certain uh, uh, region. If, if there's a local business that wants to go directly to their consumers, which is like what everyone is doing in in yeah. 2018, 2017, niche marketing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like you should go out and make that happen and have the opportunity to be like, look, so I have this podcast. We get these many listeners. We've had these people on it. And it used and, to be called this. Now it's called this. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, it's growing, <laughs> yeah. but it's going to be big. And let's start this trial basis where like, I'll do this for free for now. And then like a month in, we'll see where we're at and maybe we can renegotiate and you can be like the title sponsor of my show. That's a smart way of doing that because you build a relationship with a certain yeah. company. Also, it should be said that uh, we had one episode go like unbelievably viral. Early. Early. Like it was like episode like 12 or something. What was that episode? With uh, Clark Kent. Okay. Um, It went, it was like, I think it was downloaded like 200,000 times in like a first week. Right. Like it was Ooh, just like, it just like went everywhere. Right. Especially for us. Cause you see like, you know, the numbers are building and then it's just like rocketing. Right. Yeah. So I mean like, and then it, but and the then thing is, the thing is we thought, well, we have this one episode. Why would advertisers not want to be on board with us forever now? Right. And it's like, no, it doesn't work that way. Like you have to sustain that those numbers for three months. Wow. Okay. So okay. like, that's like a, a instance, thing for instance. Yeah. Like you need to, make it so that it's just like you're operating at that level. And by the way, that can be said for anything and any profession. Like like make sure that you're operating at a high level consistently. Mm. You know? Like don't just have that one moment. Like that and that's that's why early on we were like when we were doing sketch videos on YouTube every week, we were like, man, like, you know, any stupid video could go viral. Right. But Doing consistently. How do you follow yeah. that up? Exactly. Yeah. It's like LeBron James. Yeah. People I'm, should people should get bored with your excellence. Right. No. Agreed. Agreed. And by the way, people do get bored of our excellence all the time. <laughs> We're so excellent. Yeah. yeah. So uh, when you guys have guests uh, come onto the show, how yeah. do you guys prepare for what goes into the preparation process of having yeah. a guest? Do you guys su- study super super hard, or do you go with like the Larry King approach where you kind of know nothing and and roll with it. I really hope that like people understand this is just us. These are just our experiences. So like this is not the Bible. Well, also yeah. it's we have two separate ways of doing no, it. So like <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like neither one of us is correct in in what we're doing. Right. 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 But anyway, we do have two separate ways, Jeff. Um, I I mean, aside from like you know, obviously knowing um the people that come on, mm-hmm. you know, like I mean, like you know, you you have a, a certain depth of knowledge, right? Like you know enough about say a Jim Jones before he comes over. Totally. But on top of that, I like to do extra research. Um, and I like to, you know, go through and see like what was happening, you know, what were his Google results looking like in 2001? Okay. And then, you know, it's all like, you know, Jim Jones, the, uh, the cult leader, but regardless, (laughs) you know, like if you go to 2007, you know, there's more of Jim Jones, the rapper. So I do that. I, I look at, you know, Getty images and I'll look all the way back to the beginning. I'll, I'll scroll his entire Instagram. You know, I'll, I'll do uh, a lot of weird um, or like different kind of research. I look at Vibe articles, you know, all this stuff from like, you know, the actual magazine. Because you don't want to 
repeat anything maybe that was obvious, right? Right, but you also like there are certain different. things. Yeah, there are certain things that I discover along the way, and I'm just like, oh, you want to know what? Like that'd be a certain thing that that I think would be interesting. Yeah. Um, my approach is different. Um, I like to be surprised. I I know that like, listen, a person started when they were born, right? Right. And they're here now. So how do we go from this point to this point? And so I'm open to having that conversation and and playing, you know, the point guard and navigating the conversation as we go right. from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. And I think that what we do, part of the excellence that people get bored of is that we um, play off each other well and and know where we're going along the way. Right. You know? But yeah, there, and, and for the most part, like, I'm not telling Eric – you know, these are the things that I have been reading about, but there are certain things that every once in a while I'll be like, oh, you want to know what? Like, this is something that I'm going to tell you in case, like, you want to bring it up at some point. Right. And I think that um, what's successful about it is that um, we're engaged mm-hmm. and that we care. And, like, those are the two things that really matter. And and like Jeff said, like, the depth of knowledge is already there. We bring up stuff. We just had Fonte on the podcast from Love. Little Brother. And um, it's a great episode. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, there were things Jeff and I will get together like ahead of time and just be like, anything you want to talk about, anything you want to talk about. And I'm like, I really or how do we start off? Because that's always that's always an important thing. And I'm like, you know, I'd really like to start off talking about this Kanye song I see now. And, you know, we'll play it in the house like beforehand and get excited about it. And and um, that's just something where it's like, I don't think people have talked about it. It's something that means something to us. And yeah. maybe other people out there, it means something to them too. But um, we come at it with, from a, a different perspective. It's like, well, this is this is where we were at a place in time. What was your feeling when you made that? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I do think that one big blind spot for me is that I don't really watch or listen to other interviews. Um, I, I only read them. Um, like, so I'm not... If 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 Fonte did a great interview with somebody else, I probably have not heard it. Right. Um, I only uh, you know, so I don't I don't know how much of the stuff we we said get gets covered elsewhere, but I do think we have different conversations with people. Yeah. Um, like to the point that one of his good friends hit us up and was like, you know, a third of the stuff that you guys talked about, I didn't even know. Yeah. Or when we had DJ Set Free on, his wife was like, I learned a ton about my husband that I didn't know. Which is great. Yeah, yeah it's, it's always awesome. Yeah. yeah, I think people leaving leaving interviews being like, dude, we've covered a lot of ground that I've never talked about. Yeah. It's one of like the best compliments. Yes. Like in an interview. Well, I, I do want to... So we interviewed JoJo, mm-hmm. the, singer. the singer. She's awesome. She's yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, how's the blunt with it once in Boston? Uh, JoJo, she was on, and this is like fairly early on. This is probably like 20 episodes in or something, something, something. something like that. Yeah. And I had researched so much, and so much of JoJo's history was on. Because like, again, I don't have the depth of the knowledge when it comes to JoJo. Like, I, I don't know much about Pop. I don't know much about her story, except like, you know, that she was signed to Aaliyah's uh, oh, family's background? label. Yeah, yeah. Background. Yeah. Um, of course, you know that, Virginia. Um, Come on now. But... She, I started bringing up things and she was like, I don't remember that. Like I'd, I'd researched too much and I was just asking too specific of a yeah. question that it just like, it didn't work. So like, that's, that's the downside to it. But, we, but again, we've gotten better with experience. So right. episode 20 compared to episode 160 something with a 25 year old named Guapdad 4000, right. who, you know, we know a little bit about, but he comes in and. We were just like, let's go through your story. And and you ask about certain things because 
we let them lead. Right. Yeah. That's the key. That's the that's the secret to well, all. For the this. most part, I think now we used to definitely like let people lead. I think now it's more of like um, we're like the bumpers on a on a bowling alley. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's also different with people who are used to giving interviews. Mm-hmm. Like if it's a manager yeah. or a songwriter who's typically been a, a behind-the-scenes person. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I have to initiate. You guys may have to initiate the conversation a little more yeah. or set it up to get a story out of them. Mm-hmm. But a person who's a little more adjusted, like right now I feel like I'm on, like, uh, on a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm just allowing you guys yeah. to kind of navigate because you're yeah. used to the interview experience. Yeah. I think um, and also, also, well... I, I do want to say we're brothers. Yeah. You know? So we have we very know each good, other very well yeah. and, and can finish sentences. And and I know when Jeff's going to ask a question, Jeff knows when I'm going to go somewhere and we have a natural rapport. Yeah. That's right. Very helpful. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that. So we interviewed Maul from mm-hmm. uh, the Joe Budden Joe podcast. Budden. And, you know, we didn't know anything about his story. We knew that he was related to, we knew who his two brothers were. Or two of his Two brothers. of his brothers. I, I learned very... Uh, shortly before we started the interview, I learned that he had a third brother who was also in the business. But we didn't even know like his his last name. We didn't even, like I said to him, yeah. I say to him on the podcast, I go, hey, I don't even know if your real name is like Jamal or if it's just Maul or if you're <laughs> if you're um uh Jamal Burke. Like I don't know what your what your name is. Like I don't know anything about you. Right. And the amount of people who were like, oh, you guys are like Nardwar or like the feds being like you dug up all this stuff on him and it's because he revealed so much. And it's like, no, like that's on him. Like he revealed so much because he felt comfortable with us. Yeah. yeah. And um, that was honestly, we were just kicking it. And he talked about that on the Joe Budden podcast. Like, yeah, we just kicked it. We kicked it before, we kicked it during, we kicked it after. Like, it's just, we're, we're friendly people. It, it's a very relaxed environment. Right. We're, not, we're not cooking anymore. So, <laughs> but, but also, like, we're not out to get anybody. Like it's in our apartment, you know. Like yeah. there's, it's a different atmosphere to like. It's not an interrogation room. It's, it's not, not anything. TMZ. It, no. it, you know it I mean? might be TMZ downstairs. You know, when people start to figure it out where we live. <laughs> but like, I think that um, what we've done very well is that we create an atmosphere that people are comfortable in, that they're ready to share. Yeah. You know, things that they've never talked about. Jim, like Maul, um, he was in the Harlem Boys Choir. Who knew? Never yeah. talked about that. Yeah. Until he showed up to our apartment. So. And, and so uh, I have a couple more questions to kind of wrap up the interview. Sure. Yeah. yeah and I always kind of wrap up with these two questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, one being, what are some podcasts that you think that we should listen to and check out that you mm-hmm. guys are a fan of? Oh, man. Uh, oh, you know, I'll say um, Carly Hustle. Um, our friend has a podcast uh, called Brutally Honest. Brutally Honest. Yep. And I think that's a really good one because so a lot of people do these long podcasts Joe Budden he does and, and it's, it's great. pretty long like it's, hour and a half two hours oh yeah two yeah. hours like on the regular yeah. and then they have the after show oh mm-hmm. yeah us you know we you know Premium Pete has an hour plus um, Combat did his thing like some of those episodes went two hours plus we do basically an hour and a half sometimes longer uh, episode Carly Hustle does a 20 minute at most podcast she did one that was like 49 minutes but like on the on the other end of it, it's basically like eight to twelve minutes, maybe twenty minutes. Okay, because it's supposed to get you through your commute. It's yeah, something that you get on the train, you press play, and you're good. Or you get in your car and you go to work, and you're good. And it's something that's really different. And 
I like podcasts or I like anything that's different, right? If you're going to do the same thing as everybody else, that's boring. It's boring for you. It's boring for your guests. It's boring for your audience. It's boring. Do something different. That's why we stick out when we do sketches, when we do music, when we, we're not the same as anybody else. There's right. something unique about coming over to our apartment and having a conversation with It's The Real, mm-hmm. you know? So Carly Hustle, Brutally Honest, mm-hmm. it's a dope podcast, very um, very interesting and different topics every week. And it's just her. And it's oh, it's just her. It's just her. She doesn't wow. have yeah. a guest, which is which is different. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very a different. monologue. Yeah. Um. Okay, I have two, which is interesting for me because, like I said, I don't really listen to podcasts. And and you were supposed to have one. I know, <laughs> but I'm gonna. I'll I'll be quick. Um. One is Mary H K Choi has a podcast called Hey uh, Cool Job, okay. and it's about all of her friends who have fascinating jobs and like really like leading them through these conversations about like. You know, either behind the scenes in advertising, or um, you know, writers, or musicians, or stars. Yeah, like jobs that she just like doesn't understand the the inner workings of. And so, I think that's a very cool one. Also, I would say our friend Phil Chang was on this podcast I listened to about half of so far. Okay, and it's uh, by it's done by this guy named Oscar Mann. Mm -hmm. O s k a r m a n n. It's on his website, oscarman.com, and it's about um, it's 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 bookended. Every every segment of this conversation is bookended by music that matters to the person that is uh, he's interviewing. Hmm. And so I I just thought there was a fascinating conversation. I've only gotten through half of it. Okay. Okay. But I think it's good. I okay. You had two. I want to do a second. <laughs> Gotta right. even the it's score. only fair. Yes. Gotta even the score. Yeah. Uh, we guested recently on a podcast called Bodega Box Office. Oh yeah. To these mm-hmm. two kids out of Brooklyn who watch. With their guest, a movie that has something to do with a rapper. Okay. okay. Like a rapper could make, like Method Man can make a cameo for two seconds, get killed, and the rest of the movie does not have anything to do with rap. That's a, that's a movie that counts. Or, right. or on the like, other hand, on the yeah. other side, it could be like Juice. Juice, right. Yeah. yeah. Like all rap. Right? Or like Soul Plane or like whatever. Yeah. yeah. This, so they invited us over and we watched Paper Soldiers with Kevin Hart and all the Rockefeller guys. Yeah. And it was, a wonderful movie, number one, for like amazing reasons. And to watch it with them and then to talk about it right afterwards was a lot of fun for us. Yeah. And, and they do that and have done that for a lot of movies. And we said that they need to invite us back for Death of a Dynasty. Whenever yeah. they whenever they do that, we want to be there for Who that. was in that? Death of a Dynasty? Yeah. I don't know who was in Oh, I, I think Jay and, and Dame were actually in that. Right. Um, Isn't like that the playing, documentary? Was like a state oh, property? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this a state property film? Or? No, 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 no. This was just like... This is... This is the the they made it seem like it was like real life, but it's not. Like it's um it's them as a heightened as version. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> them as but, a heightened version yeah. of yeah. them. But that being said, like we've never seen it. So Bodega Box Office. Yes. That is the name of the podcast. But man, podcast. like what a commitment to be over at somebody's apartment for like five hours. <laughs> yeah, that is a commitment. Yeah. It's it's almost like cooking a meal. Yeah. yeah, yeah no <laughs> Which by the way, they did uh they did bring in DiGiorno. It's not delivery. Right. It's so DiGiorno. DiGiorno. It was yeah. there. It was good. It was yeah. good. It was good. Gotta be honest. Yeah. And uh, lastly, what inspires you? What inspires you to podcast? The money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The bitches. Uh, yeah. No. Um. Well. Okay. I like it for two reasons. Okay. Obviously, there's the the oh, outro. Always two with you. You can never get one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Means that uh, really should be three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but cool. I, I like it because obviously the altruistic reason of I like telling a person's story. Yeah. But I also like for the selfish reason of like, I like it when people tell me that I do a good job at telling a person's mm, story. Yeah. So like, you know, I think that, that those are the two reasons. Yeah. I'll say this too. Um, 
we started out this podcast, obviously cooking and, and we're comedians by nature and by, you know, title. So that comes naturally to us. But one fascinating part of this podcast has been how inspirational these episodes are. And that doesn't matter if it's someone in the industry, outside the industry, a friend of ours that we just think is funny. Everyone has a story to tell and a journey that they've taken. And however they've gotten to that point, someone can relate to something in there. Right. Right. Like, you know, I listen back to the episodes and I'm like, these are, these are very, very satisfying in terms of like kids, even adults who listen to it. They're just like, I'm going to change up the way I live, or I'm going to change up my job, or I'm just going to take a chance that I didn't think I would take before because this person did, did that. And I can do that too. And that's super dope. So on a weekly basis that we can do that, that's, that's pretty remarkable. And and people should know too, it's not easy. It's no. not easy to book these guests and it's not easy to do the intro, you know, week after week. And it's not easy to promote. And sometimes the podcast should do better numbers and people aren't pressing play because maybe they don't know the person's name. None of this is easy, right? And we do everything ourselves, like even down to the uploading. We're part of a network, but we do the uploading. Nothing's easy about it. The descriptions aren't easy. The editing's not easy. The audio's not easy. The booking's not easy. Nothing's easy about it. But if you love what you do, that makes it a little bit more easy. It makes it a little better. And it gives you something to push you forward and make you want to do this week after week. And you know what? We're 176 episodes so far, and we're not done yet. Boom. It's the real needs a book, man. That was damn good. We do. (laughs) Well, we do need a book. It's on the way. Yeah. I promise it's on the way. Well, there's one book on pre-order at at Amazon.com. It's going to be available in September. Yeah, it's called Rhyme Book. Go get that right now. Where, where, where? Yeah. Yeah, That's awesome. Pew, 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 pew. But it's the real. Thank you guys so much for coming. Thanks for having yes. Eric, Jeff. You guys are amazing. Yes. You guys are amazing, amazing people. Great podcast inspirations. Inspirations as people. Thank you. Really appreciate you being on the show. Listen, we look forward to you having us on uh, again when you're thirty something episodes in and you're not cooking anymore. You Let's know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm I'm glad that you had two names for us. There you go. Hey, yeah. there we because, go. Because like yeah. you know I'm all about the twos. And also just shout out to Whole Foods. That's the third one. So now we get sponsored. Southside hey. Chicken Special. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. We out of here. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much to Eric and Jeff of It's The Real for stopping by today's podcast. Be sure to check out A Waste of Time by hitting the link in the description of this episode. This episode was mixed by Mark Bird, music provided by Richie Quake. And before you get out of here, be sure to check out my other podcast, Silent Giants, which highlights the superstars behind the scenes of popular culture. I'll have the link provided for you in the description. I'm your host, Corey Cambridge, signing off. Till next time. Till next time. Til next time. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.